Welcome to Spirit School. I'm your mentor, Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. In this podcast, I share honestly all I have learned about the mediumship and spiritual development journey. My intention is to normalize these conversations, to make way for a more confident, clear, and connected wave of lightworkers, serving the world of spirit with an open and joyful soul. Welcome again to Spirit School. Welcome back to Spirit School. This is your February Spirit Messages. I am so excited to be here. Oh my God, January was absolutely insane. I don't remember what I said in the last Spirit Messages or how that aligns to what actually transpired, but I will say it was a very unpredictable month for me personally. I'm not sure if you guys were able to experience that as well. For me, I did get really sick for a couple of weeks. I had to push a couple of my programs like the start dates onboarded a new employee, Andrea McCallum of Concrete Crystal. She's come on as my media and community manager. She's also been my podcast editor for a while, also hired someone else. I'll be announcing that on social media in March. So I'm really excited. So it's been a big month of expansion, but also a month of like showing pure grit and determination, which actually has a lot to do. Now I'm thinking about it with the download that Spirit gave me for the Spirit Messages for February. And I surprised myself a little bit to give myself a little bit of a pat on the back, how I was able to kind of persevere through some of the challenges that came up. I did get really sick for a couple of weeks. I'm pretty sure you know with what. And it was during the launch time of the initiation, my 12-week mediumship foundations experience. And the funny thing was, it was a huge test of trust for me because I put it out to the spirit world. I'm working a lot on trying to understand my power of manifestation a little bit more because I'm a crazy, incredible manifester. And I don't quite understand what I do differently than anyone else. So I am trying to experiment with that and try to learn as I go so I can teach it to you guys one day. Because of course, I hope everyone gets to experience the magic that I get to experience in my life of really pursuing my dreams and my passions and being pleasantly surprised every single time it works out better than I could have expected. So at the end of December, I did throw out the thought to spirit. I would love to have 44 in the container for the initiation for this round. And I left it in their hands and nothing was working out to meet that goal or meet that desire. It was quite interesting, actually. So they were coming in a little bit slowly and then I got sick for two weeks. So I couldn't post about it. I couldn't send out a newsletter on it. Like all the typical things the business gurus will tell you to do when you are launching a program. And I just left it in spirit's hands. And anytime I felt any kind of like doubt come up and come in, I just said out loud, I leave it with you. I leave it with you. And it came time to the initiation. It was actually the launch was last Friday. And it was quite interesting because I did not work at all up until that time because I was trying to recover so I could launch at that time. And I had to push my masterminds a whole week to make it work. And on the day of the call, I had 43. And the funny thing was, old me would have probably have said, that's awesome. Thank you. Right. But instead, I just leaned into trust a little bit. And I said, I know the 44th will come. You got my back. 10 minutes before the call, I had a private message that I forgot to respond to in Instagram. And it was from a past client who wanted to retake the program. And so literally 10 minutes before the call, I had my 44th person sign up and it was incredible. It was a huge lesson for me that 
there's a lot of teaching like the business world and entrepreneurship and coaching world, like all business world that it's like a grind, you got to push. And I've been really kind of experimenting with just asking and like trusting that if it's an alignment, it will come. And so this was like a really kind of eye-opening test for me that I can step away from my community. I can step away from being out there on social media and in my DMs and have the same outcome. So I don't have to push or, or hustle or, you know, overwork myself or overextend myself. And it was a really cool lesson for me to experience. And above all else, for somebody who, you know, if, if you guys have followed my journey through the couple of years of listening to me on this podcast, I mean, clearly confidence is something that we all work on as light workers. It's something that has maybe been a little bit more of a struggle for me than I have seen maybe in some of my peers. Unless, you know, we never really know what's going on in other people's world. So that's just kind of like an assumption that I have made up until this time. But I really surprised myself around like the determination piece and the trust piece. And, and I did have confidence in my spirit team and in like the guides of all the people that I was able to attract into this program. So it was a huge lesson for me. I just wanted to start kind of sharing that because even though a less spiritually mature me would have looked at everything that went wrong, because there was a lot of things that went wrong this month, but I leave this month of January really feeling highlighting and really embodying everything that went really right. <laughs> and so I hope you guys, whatever transpired for you in January, I hope that whatever you went through, you can leave that experience with at least a couple lessons in your pocket, okay? So one of the big things that Spirit has been bringing to my awareness all week, this has just been a week of building context for these Spirit messages, because of course these Spirit messages reach over 10,000 people now. It's kind of nerve-wracking when I say that, but when I show up to put myself forward vulnerably and at the sacrifice of being criticized by some people to do these Spirit messages, I am walking context to a lot of the things that I discuss in my programs, my classes, my podcast, I have to know the experience inside out before I can kind of teach it or share it. So watching the theme from this past week, and it really kind of solidified for me last night when I was kind of starting to tune into these spirit messages was between my membership and the initiation and my mastermind containers, I'm holding space for 200 people right now, which is mind blowing. It's double what I was able to energetically hold last year. And I saw the common theme when I asked the people in my mastermind and I asked the people in the initiation and in the spirit school collective, what are you guys like looking for when it comes to development? And only a few people got those questions specifically, but watching the conversations kind of unfold in all these different communities. The one thing is around confidence, right? Everyone's like, I want to learn to trust myself. I want to learn to be more confident in this. One of the things that spirit brought me last night, which was kind of like a tough lesson was around well, then you guys have to stop lying to yourselves. Can we stop lying to ourselves then? And it felt like a little bit of a kick in the butt for me because I've been very guilty of committing to things in the past and not following through, right? And I, I experienced that a lot in my world as well, especially the, the spiritual world can be quite flaky for a lot of people. I try my best to attract people who are very committed. They honor their word. The top value that I hold dear is dependability. And so there's not a whole lot of that often in the spiritual world, but of course, we're trying to like raise the standards within it. And I started to kind of like reflect on all the times and all the little things that I used to tell myself I would do and I never did. 
And we just kind of seem to normalize and get used to making commitments to ourselves and never keeping them. And then learning to kind of like bypass the disappointment and bypass the unmet expectations around it. And meanwhile, we're all walking around discontent and we're all walking around desiring more. But what we're doing to ourselves when we are making commitments to ourselves and to other people and then not keeping them is we are actually eroding our trust in ourselves. Like it's a complete breakdown of trust in ourselves, whether we are consciously aware of it or if it's happening at that cellular, like memory cellular level. And I mean, I have been guilty of this in the past. Like I'm really good at keeping my word to myself when it comes to my business and my parenting to some level, but definitely my business. I keep hold of every word I say I'm going to do. My commitments are as good as gold. My word is as good as the ink on a contract. That's how I run my life. And that's how come I feel like I get to experience some of the levels of success that I have had is because I am a woman of my word. But the truth of the matter is when it comes to my health, I am not a woman of my word. I am somebody who will make big, bold claims. I will like try to eat more regularly or even like <laughs> eat more than once a day because eating five meals a day when I had gestational diabetes actually gave me mind-blowing amounts of energy. And I know that that's the best way to eat for my body. But for some reason, there's a little inner saboteur at work and we all have an inner saboteur. That is one of the four archetypes we all share according to the work of Caroline Mice. Her advanced energy book talks about this. So we all have like this little inner saboteur, but we also get to choose the experience that we have with this little inner saboteur, which takes a certain set of characteristics to be able to lead yourself through things that may push you outside of your integrity, including lying to yourself and not upholding your commitments, which just again erodes your trust in yourself. And it's a confidence killer. It's literally a confidence killer. So I have talked about this in past programs before, but I don't think I've ever talked about it on the podcast. But the quickest way and the most surefire way to build confidence in yourself is to honor your word and to stick to your commitments and to make yourself even micro commitments that you do stick to. And everything in this world is like a compound effect. So we might think we're going to go meet up with our friend on Friday night and then bail last minute because we're tired. That little thing compounds because we didn't keep our word and like we probably could have gone and it probably would have felt so much better to keep your word with that. But you start to erode the trust in yourself and the confidence in other people when you're not someone who kind of keeps your word. So what I tell people in the mediumship development world is that oftentimes what we want in our mediumship development world, as far as development goes, is often experienced through our human experiences. So the development world is completely running in parallel with our growth as human beings. There's no way to avoid it. They're always kind of intersecting and intertwining. So for me, as an example with this download is, you know, I was always somebody who said, like, I'm not a name medium. I'm not a name medium. I don't get names. I don't get names. And that was my truth. So, of course, that's what happened. But when I finally realized it was actually in my podcast interview with Anthony Maraca. If you go back to that, I think it was from July 2020. I actually said, you know, I don't remember names in real life. Like I will have a conversation with someone on the street and I will forget their name by the time we leave our exchange. And so once I became aware of that and I started being very conscious of remembering people's names in real life, then the name started kind of flowing into my readings, right? So I made a commitment to myself to find a technique and I ended up getting Jim Quick's book, um, which had a few techniques in it. 
Limitless is called, where I was able to kind of like learn how to retain some of that information. And I committed to myself for that. You know, another commitment that I made, which I'm actually quite proud of myself with is at the beginning of the year, I made some goals for myself that were more related to my human than business or spirituality. I was like, okay, I want to learn to have fun. I want to find a hobby. I want to find something that I find fun because I don't have enough fun. I'm a workaholic. I don't have enough fun. And I also want to learn to stop on ice skates like a hockey player. I love ice skating. I do it every weekend with my kids. It's the only thing that we all enjoy together, but I don't know how to stop. I know how to skate, but I don't know how to stop. So I made it a commitment to myself to learn how to stop on ice skates. So it would be very easy to go this year without finding a way to learn how to stop on ice skates. But what I ended up doing was signing up for ice skating lessons. I was like, I'm going to be 40 years old in August, but I am literally signing up for ice skating lessons, which starts tonight, actually, at the time I'm recording this. And the confidence that I get through following through with something, and maybe I'll just go to two lessons. I don't know, but I will learn to stop on skates properly, like a hockey player, before I hit 40, because I know myself well enough. I trust myself enough to know that my word is law. And that's how come I'm able to exude so much confidence or apparent confidence. You know, there's still things I'm not super confident about. And there's always going to be things that we have to work on. We're never going to be complete and whole and perfect human beings. I don't believe so anyways. I haven't met one. <laughs> if you have, we'll, we'll see. But, you know, these are just kind of like little inspirations that spirit really brought to me through a lot of lessons that I had this week around this this desire to be more confident, but how we are literally eroding our confidence in ourselves in our day-to-day lives. So my inspiration for you guys for the month ahead is to set yourself some micro commitments, just micro commitments that you keep. For my developing mediums out there, sitting in the power is a really easy one. If you can commit to yourself to sit just two days a week, you know, something completely manageable and then watch as the week wraps up and how many times you're able to do it or not at all and pay attention to that little inner saboteur that may come up and come up with those excuses, right? On why you don't want to complete or why I have a headache. This happened a lot in my early development years as well. You know, I wasn't the best at keeping my commitments or keeping my word. There were times I canceled readings because I was like super nervous. And this was very, very early on when really I knew if I showed up, everything would have worked out fine but I didn't know how to manage those nerves. And I didn't know how to bypass some of the excuses I was creating in my mind, which is kind of what spirit was bringing to me this week, how we do lie to ourselves and we do get very complacent and we do normalize that it's okay. And it is okay. You're not going to get struck down by lightning, but the payoff is that erosion of trust of self and that erosion of trust of people around you as well right? So it's a trade-off. And so I really want to stop normalizing this. And I'm not asking you to like beat up on yourself either, because I think self-acceptance and forgiveness is key to all of this. Like if there is a chance, and I was talking to my intermediate mastermind about this this week, when I was giving them this homework as well, I said, guess what? If you don't do it, forgive yourself accept it, move on. Tomorrow is a new day because the other thing I feel very much that we have to stop normalizing is carrying our shit with us forever. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like literally, like we can let it go and move on and become better people from it. As long as we have true awareness around it and we're not bypassing it, right? There's so much bypassing in the spiritual world. It's just insane. But 
as we become more spiritually mature and we have more years behind us and more experiences and more F-ups and then corrections, we do become more spiritually mature and we move through these things a lot quicker. So whoever needs to hear this message out there, and I'm talking about this again, I'm not talking like, let's lose 50 pounds by the end of the year. I'm like, what can you commit to in this next month? You know, like, is there somebody that you wanted to go have tea with, but you haven't initiated that conversation because X, Y, Z, you're tired, it's busy, whatnot, like make a commitment to yourself to reach out to that person and actually meet them with a cup of tea. And I just know that if you take on this experience the spirit is kind of bringing through for this today, that you will start to see your life being more fulfilling. You will start to see your confidence grow and all these little things you have to remember compound. So what may seem like very little things to you compound over time and make great changes. So that's the inspiration that I wanted to give this month. I am going to pull a few cards to kind of see what else comes through, see if anything more specific comes through and we'll kind of feel into that. I would be interested to hear what you guys think about the spirit messages that have come through so far, but let's see what else kind of comes up. Again, if you're listening on the podcast, I do do these spirit messages on YouTube as well. So you can actually see the things that I'm talking about, the cards that I'm pulling. Sorry, I get distracted when I'm looking at my cards at the same time. So the first one I pull is this kind of like spiritual strength. And I do feel that this is very validating to the message behind, you know, this goal of becoming a little bit more spiritually mature, which is going to be its own podcast episode, by the way, because this has been coming to me for like the past two months. And I feel like everywhere I'm looking is like, okay, I see what you're talking about, but I'm trying to formulate all my thoughts around it and all my words around it. So I will report back when I have the full thing. But what they're kind of showing me here is that, I feel very much that this is going to be a big month of spiritual growth, whatever you kind of have going on. But one of the messages that I get specifically around this card is reflection. It's looking at the experiences you have had, both amazing and not amazing, and trying to find the lessons weaved within them. Because it's going to be with those lessons within those experiences that are really going to give you the spiritual resolve, the spiritual strength, and then eventually start to spiritually mature. Look for a podcast like that to come up on that. Also pull the shadow card. So a month of big duality. So high highs, low lows, ride those flows, honor those ebbs. Just because something doesn't work out exactly like you intended doesn't mean it didn't happen exactly how it needed to happen. We have to lean into the divinity of all things that transpire around us, the good and the bad. So this is going to be a month of dualities. Again, remember I say this, high highs, low lows. Which truth are you going to pick? What experience are you going to embody? For a lot of people who haven't quite learned how to lean into a positive bias, they are going to dwell on the stuff that doesn't work out that much. For those who have kind of trained themselves through mindset work and, you know, a wider perspective on some of the things that we experience in our lives and in our spirituality, we'll be able to see the good and even the things that are not so great that happen to us. So that's going to be coming up for February as well. I also feel like it's going to be a powerful month of manifestations. Now there's two nine cards. So these are all nine cards that are coming up. 
So nine for me is a number of completion in numerology is the number of completion. So it's almost like there were some things that have been happening for the past nine months is what I'm hearing. It's like a cycle. It's like a something that keeps reoccurring. And I feel very much that leading into uh, March and, and nearing the end of February, things are going to be coming to completion and you're going to be able to see the rewards of the experience. And the story that's kind of coming into my mind around this to give you a tangible example of, of what I'm talking about is I just mentioned this this week to one of my spirit pods. I don't remember which one though. Those are my mastermind groups, by the way, my development mastermind groups. I remember saying, you know, when Bender died, it made me a better medium. I didn't do readings for quite a few months after I lost him because I was in grief, but it also made me less worried about petty stuff. I mean, when you have heartbreak, you really put things into perspective. And so I can see that time of great heartache, of great sorrow as being such a huge moment of getting to that next level in my mediumship in particular, because I did take that time and I did honor my grief, but I also didn't care so much about the things that worried me before. So I feel like when it came to my insecurities around like my readings, they really transformed through that stage of grief. Now I could, you know, a less spiritually mature me would focus on, you know, the torment that he had and the injustice of how he had to pass because it was COVID and I wasn't allowed to be with him. And there were so many things that went wrong in that situation, but I am able to see the completion behind some of the lessons that came out of that experience. So I get the sense that in February, there's going to be a lot of realizations that a lot of you go through that are going to be completing some of these cycles that are kind of big lessons for you, kind of a big deal. So look for all that in February. One more, I'm kind of nervous too. Look at that. Totally in alignment with what I was just talking about. I pulled the awareness card, the number one card. What happens after completion? A new journey. I mean, it could be, and you can see here, it's got like, if you're watching on YouTube, the card has like this golden halo around this crown chakra activated. It's the number one card, which is the new beginnings, the new journey. So leaning into March, and I feel like I might remember saying something like this, but it's almost like a time of like those new beginnings, right? It's like, okay, I'm moving beyond this. I'm closing the loop on this. The cycle is ended because I have declared that I have learned my lessons from this experience and I'm ready for the next thing. Because the truth is when you're on a spiritual path and all of you who are listening to this are, we are not signing up for the easy path, right? The easy path are the people who are not interested in spiritually evolving because they don't have that level of awareness of, you know, why it's important to move through these things and like not bypass them and not just like move on, but actually go deep into all the experiences of it because we're looking for these moments. We're looking for these deep moments of awareness because things can only shift and change once you become aware of them. So a lot of the work through this is becoming aware from that nine card of the completion of the lessons. And then we're ready for the next thing. And the next thing, uh, Colin Baron Reed has a perfect quote for it, but it's like with every new up level, there's a new devil. <laughs> and it's so true. I mean, it couldn't be more true. So it just means the next thing is going to come in. And the truth is when we sign up for the spiritual development path, we're signing up for a path of continual evolution. So with that, there's never going to be things that we're not struggling and challenged with. Never. And we have to be okay with that if we sign up for this path. You will get pockets of peace 
the funny thing is with this is you actually have to choose peace, right? Like you have to choose it because in the moment there's always peace and there's always conflict and we can either lean into peace or we can lean into conflict. And that's going to determine the next experience that we have, which is one of the benefits becoming more aware, right? Just more aware, big perspective, right? You didn't keep up with the commitment, not only to how does that impact you, but how does that impact other people? You need to have a wider lens and perspective on the situation to be fully aware of the lessons you're supposed to get from that or else the cycle repeats until the awareness comes in and then when you get the lesson a new one comes in is what I'm trying to say so a lot of us will be heading into March on that new path on that new journey oh so exciting so exciting I know I will say to you like I struggled personally and professionally in a lot of ways but not professionally in the way you would think like I didn't struggle with clients or money or anything like that. It was kind of like, what do I want to do next? That was the big struggle because I'm somebody who loves change. I love expanding myself. I love challenging myself. I thrive on that kind of energy. So then the question is, what do I desire? What do I want to do next? So there's a lot of conflict and internal struggle and fears that come up and limiting beliefs that you have to like navigate yourself through. And I love that shit. Like that is my jam. I'm like, give it all to me because I can handle it. I know how to move my energy now where I don't get burnt out. I don't get energetically sick anymore. I literally know how to manage my energy so I can take it all on and move through it and become more expansive from it. So it's almost like when I'm in like this like real low, low, and I'm going to call it the ebb. I'm not in the flow. I'm in my ebb. There is a piece of me because I have so much evidence to my path that on the other side of this experience is expansion. I know that. So then I choose to fully delve into the ebb. I fully delve into what's not working. And I fully delve into the shadow, really, because I know on the other side is expansion and it doesn't last forever. But it did take me quite a few times of going through those experiences to learn that and become aware of that. So hopefully that makes sense. And hopefully that does inspire you if you're going through some stuff right now, that you're not alone. And there are people who have walked the path with you as well as a little bit ahead of you. And we do turn out okay if we choose to be okay with it. If you are interested in, you know, walking this path with other people, because this is an incredibly lonely path, I hate to say it, but it really, really, truly is. And it can be, but it doesn't have to be. I created the Spirit School Collective so that you didn't have to be alone on your spiritually curious path. It is not just for mediums. It's for all people who are looking forward to spiritually growing and evolving and learning how to witness others and be witnessed in those most, most vulnerable states and in those states of huge expansion. Oh my God, this happened to me and I learned this lesson. It is such an incredible space of community of people sharing so much, just so much sharing, so much witnessing. It is absolutely beautiful. It's one of my favorite things that I do in my practice. So it's a spirit school collective. It's only $111 a month. You get a downloaded lesson from me every single month. We get a 90-minute mentorship call within that space. There is guest teachers that come on. I'm actually having my public speaking coach come on first Friday in March. I think she's coming on. She's going to be teaching a workshop called From Stage Fright to Stage Joy because she has helped me navigate through my 
stage fright since last August. And I absolutely love her. So I'm having her come into the community and the initiation too. If you're listening, you're going to be invited in as well. So both my programs are going to come together and learn from her. And she's putting together a 90 minute workshop for people because we all have performance anxiety. Even when I would be out and people would say to me, what do you do? I would get performance anxiety. So she's been helping me for like the past year, learn how to plow through that and learn how to show up in my truth and in a powerful way, despite having this, I don't know, condition of stage fright, because it really is, I can't help it. (laughs) And so she's coming in and I also get the opportunity for the sisters in the space to apply to host workshops. So we have a shamanic drumming workshop. We also have a public speaking workshop that Brooke is going to be putting on in the space. We also have an Oracle card workshop where somebody's going to be teaching the foundations of reading Oracle cards. And I paid these girls to do this. So I want to give people the opportunity and experience on how to teach as well. So the community is almost two years old now. I don't talk about it too much on the podcast because I never want to be super salesy, but I do feel very much that spirit is really bringing more people into the space and I still have so much more work to do within it. So I'm going to start talking about it a little bit more because Everyone who joins it is like, everyone needs to know about this space. And so I am committing to learn to talk about it a little bit more. So if you want to learn more about the space, it's non-committal. You just pay month to month. You can cancel anytime. You also get access to over 300 hours of replays in my workshops as well. Just hit the link down below. And if not, I will see you on the next episode, which is actually going to be an interview with my first ever business mentor. And one of the women who really changed my life without my astrology reading with her, I likely would not have left my job when I did. I likely would have found myself in a whole nother cycle of a year before I fully left my job. And I'll explain more when I have her on the podcast. But of course, it's Natalie Walstein of the podcast Soul Shine Astrology. She just released her new book, which is phenomenal if you want to learn about astrology. So I'm interviewing her and that's going to be the next episode. Thank you for joining me for the spirit messages and I will see you on the gram. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of spirit school. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you for tagging me on Instagram at Squamish medium. So I can also share. It really helps get the word out about the podcast. If you're interested in working with me in my one-on-one mentorship, a reading, or all the various programs that I run, you can go to squamishmedium.com or check me out on Instagram at Squamish Medium. The link in the bio has everything I am currently working on in service to the world of spirit. Have a great day, guys.